Hello everybody, uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Vito Giordano. I'm a neuroscientist and researcher at the Medical University of Vienna. And I'm Philipp Steinbauer, a medical doctor also based at the Medical University of Vienna. We are one of the authors of the paper Pain and Neurodevelopmental Outcomes of Infants Born Very Preterm. We know that premature infants are exposed to an uh, uh, excessive number of uh, painful procedures. Reported uh, in the past uh, are about 3,000, but uh, the number didn't change over the years, confirmed also by Carbayal and colleagues. 50% uh, of those procedures are still done without any kind of uh, analgesia. However, we know that untreated pain is associated with worse outcomes, including abnormal brain development, internalizing behavior and alterations in pain processing and pain sensitivity. Although effect of repetitive pain on short long-term outcomes has already been investigated, some of the studies focused on behavioral outcomes rather than mental and motor development. Furthermore, most of the study considered the number of pain procedures rather than the level of pain experienced. Therefore, our study aims to investigate the effect of the level of pain on neurodevelopmental outcomes of infants born preterm who had not suffered major morbidities of preterm birth or surgery. Now we are getting to the medal section. Uh, we included in those studies all infants born between the 23 and the 32 weeks of gestation uh, born at the Medical University of Vienna between 2011 and 2015. We excluded uh, all major morbidities of prematurities uh, and uh, uh, we collect all information in uh, follow-up at the follow-up clinic of the Medical University of Vienna. In 2010, we developed the pain management protocol, the Vienna protocol for neonatal pain and sedation. This protocol includes instructions for the clinician to control the respective sedation based on the EMPAS scores. All patients who had never never had a score greater than 4 were categorized in the no pain group, while all infants who ex experienced at least one pain event were categorized in the pain group. The neonatal pain agitation and sedation scale is a validated score which includes five criteria, crying irritability, behavioral state, face expression, uh, extremity tone, and uh, vital signs. The score moves on a continuum between uh, sedation and pain uh, and uh, is done by the sum of each item. We can achieve a score between uh, minus 10, which means deeply sedated, uh, and plus 10, which means uh, excessive pain. Now we are getting to the results section. On overall, we included 196 patients, and despite inclusion only of patients without any major medical complications, the two groups differed for some descriptive characteristics. Also, as expected, patients in the pain group received significantly more analgesic drugs. Follow-up data showed no difference in demographic variables. However, mental and motor index uh, were significantly lower in the pain group when compared with the no pain group at the corrected age of one year. According to our statistical model, controlling for several variables including gestational week, birth weight, sex, low-grade intraventricular hemorrhage, low-grade retinopathy of prematurity, bronchopulmonary dysplasia, mechanical ventilation, patent ductus arteriosus, sepsis and maternal education, Pain was found to have a statistically significant effect on both mental and motor development, with an impact of 12.53 points on the mental index and 9.23 points for the motor index. 
When controlling for the interaction between different levels of pain and administration of analgosedative drugs, exposure to analgosedation was not associated with the adverse neurodevelopmental outcome. Uh, now we are getting to the discussion section. The relation between neonatal pain exposure and neurodevelopmental outcomes seems to be explained mostly by altered brain development. Pain was associated with lower mental and motor performance at the corrected age of one year. This is in line with a study by Gronau et al, where pain exposure was also associated with lower mental and motor outcome at the corrected age of 18 months. Adverse neurodevelopmental outcomes related to analgesic drugs exposure has been reported in animal models and clinical studies. According to Grunau et al, opiate exposure following procedural pain was a risk factor for adverse motor development at the correct age of 8 months. However, after 18 months, there were no adverse mental and motor outcome. Compared to these results, we were previously able to demonstrate that systematic assessment of pain and management of sedation has no impact on near-developmental outcome at the corrected age of 12 months, 3 years and 5 years. In our study, pain had a measurable effect on mental and motor outcomes at the corrected age of one year. Not only the number of painful procedures should be considered, also the level of pain is very important. Consequently, adequate pain management is needed to reduce the risk of poor neurodevelopmental outcomes.